Last week we talked about XFail and PyTest. This week we're going to talk about unit test and expected failure. Welcome to Testing Code. I received a question from a listener of last week's episode on XFail. The general question was something like, how do I separate my expected failures from the rest of the test suite if I'm not using PyTest? Well, let's set aside the idea that someone is on episode 165 of testing code and not using PyTest. What's going on there? But they didn't say what framework they were using, so I'll assume it's unit test. Unit test has an expected failure decorator. You can apply this decorator to any test that you think might fail or you know is going to fail. If a test marked as expected failure in unit test fails as it's expected, the result is an X or it'll say expected failure if you're running in verbose mode. If it passes, the test reports as U or unexpected success. That's cool. If everything else is working as expected, but you have some expected failure tests that are passing, the end result is a failed test suite. This is actually a cool thing, and it's much like the xfail strict that in PyTest, which I recommend. So you can mark your, if you're using unit tests, you can mark your tests with expected failure if you expect them to fail. You'll be notified when they pass, which is good. And, um, the tests that are failing that are expected to fail won't fail your test suite. But now what happens when you move to a phase of development where you really don't want any of those X fails anymore? With unit tests, you kind of just have to manually remove them. Um, they, there's not any unit test flags to say that I know of that say, you know, ignore them or treat them any differently. However, there's a lot of people that use that write unit test tests, but use PyTest as a test runner. And if you do that, you can use the PyTest flags as, and it almost kind of works. <laughs> Let me explain. There's the run X fail flag that I talked about last week. And nicely, it, it tries to turn off the, the expected failure decorators in unit test. And it kind of works. What it does is if you've got failing tests that are marked expected failure and you use the run X fail, those will be reported by PyTest as failures. The issue really is that it doesn't change the passing tests at all. And that actually might be a good thing. Um, so what happens is uh, the, the, the tests that pass that are marked with expected failure, if you run with the run X fail flag, they will be reported as failures. It's because of the mechanism that unit test uses to uh, raise the unexpected uh, pass thing. It ends up being just a failure, even with PyTest. So if that's, and then that, that might work fine for you. So if that's not what you want, and you really want to completely ignore the expected failure, you have a third option, which is, is uh, interesting. If you're, if you're using PyTest as a test runner a lot, 
and you want to use these flags a lot, um, you can replace the unit test expected failure decorator with PyTest mark xfail. PyTest mark, the xfail mark um, will work fine on a unit test test if run with PyTest. So if you do that, I'm going to have an example in the show notes. It's pretty simple. You can use all these, all the basically all the behaviors just like the normal PyTest behavior that we talked about in episode 165. But what if you sometimes still run with unit test? So I, I have this little example. I ran it in unit test, and unit test just seems to ignore those marks, which is expected, and it, it runs it as if there was no decorator. So uh, if you have them marked as X fail, uh, unit test will just say, say the test either passed or failed, whether or not it passed or failed. It pretty much just ignores that. So that's actually kind of cool. I do want to have a slight disclaimer on all this. So I am doing, I did a lot of research on unit test, and you know I've researched PyTest quite a bit, uh, but I've never used unit test in production on a production project. And I've also never used uh, this combination of PyTest and unit test together. But I would like to hear from people that have. So if you are using, if you're using expected failure and unit test differently than I am, I'd love to hear from you. Also, if you're using PyTest um, and unit test together, um, I'd like to I'd like to hear from you and kind of know why it's an interesting it's an interesting corner case, or maybe it's not a corner case. Maybe that's what a lot of people are doing. And then if you're using if you've got another option for dealing with this that I've missed, love to hear from you. So, thanks. Thank you to Patreon supporters for supporting the show. Join them at testandcode.com slash support, or just click the, click the link in the show notes. Help support the show with as little as a dollar per month. That's all for now. Now go out and test something. <laughs>